This is a horror circus, which means they're traditional circus acts with a horror twist. For instance, we have a lady flying through the air by her hair, but she's also a possessed girl, you know, because that's what you do when you get possessed. Fear has never been this funny. Coming up, you'll get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the making of Paranormal Cirque 2. Scare actors, acrobats, and comedy combine in this immersive touring experience. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the Haunted Attraction Network podcast, we bring Halloween to you every weekday. We have news on location coverage and interviews from experiences around the world. Outside of this podcast, we have videos, education, and even events. Speaking of events, we're busy preparing. Speaking of events, we're busy preparing for our annual Hauntathon. If you have a haunt that you want us to feature on the show, contact me. You can do so by emailing me at philip at hauntedattractionnetwork.com or just hit the contact us button on our website. We cover haunts both large and small during our Hauntathon, so don't be afraid to reach out. And also, don't wait because spots are filling up. Today, we're going on location to Paranormal Cirque 2. Paranormal Cirque combines horror, acrobatics, and comedy to create a two-hour experience that's currently touring the U.S. We'll learn about the creation and specifically about the scripting of this unique show. Just a note here that because we were on location, I wasn't able to get a good recording of myself asking the questions, so you won't hear me until the end, but just know that I'm right there with you holding the microphone. Okay, here we go. My name is Steve Copeland. I'm one of the clowns, the social media director and publicity director for Paranormal Cirque 2. My name's Ryan Combs, and I am the artistic director and one of the comedians after a fashion. Paranormal Cirque 2 is a live entertainment event that's unlike anything people have ever seen before. That's right. It mixes circus with horror themes. We have actors roaming around, scaring people, but at the same time, they're the acrobats that are going to be flying through the air, walking upside down over your head, walking on wires. So we are a touring show, so the first thing that you're going to see when you pull up to our venue is our big black tent. We call it our BBT. But not to worry, there is air conditioning. That's right. And it's haunted. Haunted air conditioning. It's haunted air conditioning. It's better than regular air conditioning. Yeah. Though the chills. <laughs> you said we're a touring show? We're I a thought touring we were show. a Tourette's show. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. You're a failure. I know. That's what, <laughs> That's what my mom always tells me. Anyhow. She's dead, so she's a ghost, so she tells she me. Tells that's how I tie it in paranormally. Yeah, that's part of the show. It's I get, part of his life. I get grief from my undead mother. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you pull up and you see our beautiful black and red tent. Our BBT. Or our BBT, excuse me. That's and when you enter, when the guests enter the tent, they are immersed in the haunted world of Paranormal Cirque 2. That's right. There, are, We have our actors walking around, scaring you. It is for adults. I want to say that. Yes, that's right. There's lots of bad language and sexual humor. Mostly spoken by us. I would say 100% spoken by us. We're the only ones that speak. That's right. Although by the end of the show, you'll wish we didn't. What I was trying to say before I was so rudely interrupted. You're welcome. This is a horror circus, which means they're traditional circus acts with a horror twist. So the first act that happens are our acrobatic zombies from Colombia, mm -hmm. which <laughs> their main export is acrobatic zombies, apparently. And coffee. And coffee, which explains why the zombies can fly so high or what turns into a zombie. Cocaine. <laughs> no? Uh, all right. Uh, 
Then there's the introduction of Steve and Ryan. That's us. That's right. We're the ghost hunters. That's right. After uh, the introduction to Steve and Ryan, the ghost hunters, you're going to see a possessed girl flying through the air by her hair. Then we have our amazing butcher, who's also an amazing juggler. Mm -hmm. Then there is the famous game show, Suck My Blood. Blood. Suck My Blood. I'm glad you said that. I was going to say something different. That's everybody's favorite unholy game show. It's high stakes improv comedy. We never know. You're never going to see two of those the same. That's true. Because we don't know what we're going to do when we get on stage. I don't even know where I am right now. And we also go through a thrilling transformation, but I don't want to say more about that because then people won't buy a ticket to come see the show. (laughs) Not only is the show, you know, scary and intense and touch on horse, it's also hilarious. We worked really, really hard. Fear has never been this funny. We worked really hard. Ooh, I like that. That's all I wanted to say. We have worked really hard to create a fun experience for all ages. All ages meaning 18 and up. 13 and up. 13 and up. Can you edit that? Fun experience. Ages 13 to 17 require an adult guardian, but if you're over 18, Oh yes, an irresponsible adult guardian. That's right, just find find somebody, (laughs) bribe a homeless guy with a bottle of booze. So when we started writing this show, it was important that we touched on different areas of the horror theme. It's a show that was written for fans of this genre. Like we wrote it with them in mind. Horror and comedy are very similar because they're both about the buildup of tension and then the release, where in laughter it's a laugh. Steve and I are all about the release. Yes, yes we are. In comedy, the laugh is a release and in horror, the scream is a release. Right. We wanted to write strong moments that we could hit for horror fans, but we wanted to leave a lot of room for improvisation. A lot of room, because we tour all over the country, it was important for us to be sure that we could experience local culture and then use things that that the people around the area would be accustomed to. And for instance, we were in Hemet last week and I saw a lot of people on social media making jokes about Oh, you don't need to go to that show. You can just go on Florida Avenue and you'll see plenty of zombies and mm-hmm. scary things. Da, da, da. So I started making a joke about Florida Avenue in the show and people ate it up. Yeah. So it's nice to have that ability to pull from from local yeah. culture. And and we try in, in our routines, we try and inspire the audience to to participate as much as you know, there, there are hecklers at every show. Let them shout stuff out. It gives me an opportunity to bounce off of them and, and have a great time and give the audience a unique show every show it keeps it fresh for us yep. it keeps us constantly having to to keep our chops up and and it makes it fun for the people Steve and I don't really like audience participation that much because we feel like other people like it except for the person who's usually being made fun of or insulted or something like that when we do audience participation in our show we try and make sure that the people we're picking are are lifted up, are, are celebrated for whoever they are. But there are moments where people that want to get involved in the show can come on up and get involved or, or shout things out. It's, it's really important to us to make sure our crowd is involved in the, in the show that we're doing. So, so they, you know, a piece of them is, is in every, every performance. We want everyone to leave having had a good time. Right, no, Even- one, no one feeling, you know, kind of, alienated right. or, or, or made fun of. 
we definitely want everyone to, to have a great experience. Even if you're sitting farther back, you're still going to get some kind of performer interaction. That's right. It's one thing for a performer to just wave in general at the public. It's another thing for them to really make a connection. And that's what we try and stress with all of our performers is make a connection, make eye contact and get the people involved because personality is what's going to make the audience happy. Now with cell phones, people can look down at their phone at any moment and keeping heads up is very difficult. That's why we do improv comedy. This is a traveling show because we want to bring this kind of entertainment to the people that that are not going to travel very far to see it. We're in a lot of people's backyards here. They can come very close. It's a very affordable show. For the price of going to a movie, you get an immersive experience at the beginning of the show. Then you get a whole show of horror-themed acrobatics and comedy in your face for, for two hours. It's like two shows for the price of one, and it's right in your backyard. Yeah, you don't have to travel to a major city to go to a major haunt attraction. And you don't have to wait for Halloween. I was going to say that. Well, I said it first, and it sounded great. Did I mention we're the comedians that everyone hates? <laughs> Paranormal Cirque will continue to tour. There are actually two units of Paranormal Cirque. Mm -hmm. The other unit is currently in New Jersey, and then our unit is in California. And the other unit has been operating for four years and has just gotten bigger and better and more involved. Right. And that's the hope we have for this show as well, to just grow it and make it more more involved, more and more ornate in the decorations and the, in the pre-show. That's right, we've put the show together. Now is the opportunity to just make it more immersive get more of our performers in the audience, get more of the audience involved in what's going on, and then decorate the crap out of it. We have to move this down the road, sometimes on, on a weekly basis, and it can be, it can be difficult, but we, we're, find, we're trying to find creative ways to overcome those things so we can bring this kind of entertainment to people all over the United States year-round. Yeah, it's a big country and there's a lot of horror fans out there, so the future is wide open for paranormal sir. Get your hand out of my face. <laughs> okay, that's it for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And don't forget to contact me if you'd like to participate in this year's Hauntathon. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.